Greetings and welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because of what time you are listening to this, good afternoon and good evening to you. So for me, it is February nineteenth, twenty twenty one. It is seven forty two a.m. and I am working. So if you hear the click clack of my mouse or the tapping of my keys, know that is what I am doing. Um, so today is another cold day. We are getting warmer temperatures here now. Um, right now, I believe it's about 10 degrees, uh, which is a great improvement on what it has been. And it is getting to about, um, I think it's supposed to get up to about 30 degrees today. So the heat levels in our home are getting better, but still not all the way, you know, there. Uh, uh, I had a heating person come out and um, check the furnace. There's nothing that they can do uh, as well because they're just saying that it's it's cold outside but since it's going to start heating up then um, it's going to get better and we have seen a, a slight change um, it got uh, up to 68 in our home yesterday uh, where I had to even turn off the fireplace so that's pretty good um, but our pipes are frozen we've been without water for four days now and <clears throat> that's been a challenge because um, we've had to purchase water it's still not enough to flush the toilets um, because no one has like gallon water anywhere it's like it's just the, the little bottles and you know when you're trying to flush a toilet you have to like use like a big bucket I need a big bucket but I would have to that would be one more thing I've had to purchase so most of my money has gone towards this storm like the little things that I've had to purchase uh, in order to keep us comfortable. Um, so yes, um, so yeah, I've been without water. Um, and what else is going on in my town, in my area? I have also um, what I've you know filed my taxes, which is good. Um, I took two days off of work. I took. Um, I took most of Tuesday off and then all of Wednesday off because it was like entirely too cold uh, to work in my office. I don't know if I've even said that on previous ones, but it felt good to uh, take those two days off of work because I've had a lot of things happen uh, in my life aside from, aside from uh, you know, my marriage and, and what it's uh, enduring. Um, and through everything I have been um, just going 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 you know I haven't you know stopped at all you know um, the only breaks I've had is like the actual breaks you know that anybody you know has which is you know the regular Christmas um, Christmas couple days off and you know Thanksgiving day or two off um, or um, what was the other one Martin Luther King Day when they just decided to let us off work so other than that I have just been working and working and working I was looking forward to the new year because last year they gave us all our PTO up front this year they did not give us all of our PTO up front they are having us earn it so up to date I had only had about 17 hours available so I went ahead and just took advantage of that you know I was still questioning myself like should I take this time or you know 
and it's just like, uh, well, Naila, you're freezing <laughs> in your office. I was literally freezing. My toes were frozen. They were burning. Um, and so it's just like, yeah, Naila, go ahead, take this time off, you know? Um, so I went ahead and, and took that time off. I got some things done. I got some things taken care of. Now, one of the things that I want to talk about today is a topic concerning um, marriage and, you know, um, and, and the other, the, the business aspect of it or the legal aspect of it. Now, um, through this separation, there have been so many people who have spoke negatively and have said things like, that's not your husband or, you know, or, you know, um, he not here, so it don't matter. You still letting, you know, I literally had, you know, a friend of mine say, you still letting him run your household and he ain't even there and this and da-da-da-da-da. You still, it's, everything revolves around him and this and that, you know, you go to sleep praying, you wake up praying for him, you this and that, and it's just like, okay, but why is it that no one understands that even though you know, and, and I've talked about this previously, uh, I can't remember what episode it was, where I talked about this, and I said, um, I had to burst out in tears talking to my friend, and just let her know, you know, because she was just like, there's a way for you to move forward without, you know what I mean, without him being this and that in your life, and da 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 da, and, you know, she's never been married, and, I had to burst into tears because, you know, it's just like, you know, um, and, and try to explain to her, you know, some things because, you know, different people are like, yeah, move, move from that area, move out. So he can't know where you're at when he, if he ever tried to come back and whatever, whatever, you know, um, and I was trying to explain, it doesn't matter where I go. I could this is my husband, you know what I mean, it's like people, people were talking to me in a certain way as if I've lost my marbles, and I imagined this whole thing up, I imagined up um, <clears throat> being married to this man, uh, even including him, the last, the last time I talked to him, it was just, no, I'm not your husband, but it's like, no, but you are, and if you don't, want that to be the case anymore, then you need to, what are we going to do about this? But it's like, he didn't want to hear anything. He didn't want to, you know, he just didn't want any parts of me being there at all. And that's fine. If that's what you want, then rectify it. What are we going to do then? You know, um, because, because it's, it's no ignoring it. Uh, and it just goes away. It doesn't, marriage doesn't all of, well, y'all was married for all these years and it just dissolved. No. And even if that is the case, who wants to, who wants to go through that? Um, I've had no kind of inclination from God or any type of leading from God for me to go do it myself. It is not anything that um, I desire. It is, it, it was never an option for me when I stood before God and man and declared, you know, my love for, for him and, and my, uh, my desire to stay through good and bad, you know, um, so it was, it was, it was never an option for me. I knew things could get really bad. Um, 
because you know you're dealing with another person i knew that things could get bad i didn't expect it to who does you know um you probably wouldn't do it if you expected the absolute worst coming from your marriage you know um if i had known that it was going to get to this point i wouldn't have done it and that's just real because i've always said since i was a little child that i will only be getting married once not because you know i got divorced and i just don't want to do it again no like divorce was not an option the only way that i would remarry is if if my husband died like that's just always been me from a very young age you know from middle school i'm just doing it once you know what i mean so um you ain't gotta like me every day but you need to figure that out you know what i'm saying <laughs> but anyway um so i was trying to tell people like you know, because everybody's acting like this is a boyfriend or something. Like, I can just move on with my life without it being uh, resolved. You know what I mean? And, and I had to tell, you know, my friend, like, look, I could run to the ends of the earth. I still wouldn't be able to to um, get away from the fact that this is my husband. Um, because I know people look at... Um, People, people just look at it as a legal process. Even even Christians, especially Christians nowadays, it seems like, look at it as though it's just a legal process. And if you're not happy, you just go ahead and rectify it by divorcing and you move on and you remarry. You know what I mean? And it's just that simple. It's like, well, you might as well have just stayed boyfriend and girlfriend so then you could just break up and then go be with somebody else is how I see it. But, you know, Christians, you know, use marriage for a license to have sex. And let's just be, let's just be real. That's what a lot of, a lot of Christians use it for. They don't want to be caught up in sin, but yet they'll go and let divorce be their first option instead of really trying to work through it. Um, but anyway, I say all that to say, you know, I've had people say the. You know, that's not your husband or, you know, because people get caught up in the counterfeit. Oh, that's the counterfeit and this and that. Guess what? You know, uh, God is not going to put more on you than you can bear, but you can put more on you than you can bear. And then on top of that, you can you can step outside of God's will and God can still cause all things to work together for your good. You know, if you love him, you know, so it's like just because okay maybe you you married someone that god didn't intend on you marrying that doesn't mean that god is just, i don't i don't believe god is just going to tell you well get a divorce so you can go marry the person i intended no you might have to struggle through some things you know what i mean and go through some things that you feel is unnecessary but you put yourself in this situation god is god is a god who makes all things new he you know what i'm saying he can renew restore he all power is in his hand all power and authority we cause ourselves to go through some things and and quite frankly there are ways that this all could have been prevented because my husband and i we married really quickly so it could have been prevented by not doing it in the first place by you know um <clears throat> going ahead and just taking time out to just date longer which is what i was trying to do but he was insistent upon no we got to do it now so i believe that's the reason why i'm more irritated about this situation if anything it's because you know he was the one that really wanted to do it and wanted to do it fast without thinking without any type of uh uh 
premarital counseling or anything like he wanted it really bad i was trying to back up like okay we can still be together but i don't want to continue to fornicate i don't want to continue to so i'm going to not stay the night over there i'm going to stay in my own home just you know and and it was just like he wasn't hearing that you know what i mean he wanted to do it quickly and since he saw it as as the resolve you know he really wanted to be with me and i really didn't want to do that then you know it's just like okay well we say we love each other right so let's okay fine and i felt safe with him you know i felt like uh he would always take care of me and always you know um because he loved me and because i loved him i felt like you know he wouldn't allow anything bad to happen to me and that i could follow him to the ends of the earth and still be safe you know um but my reality, my current reality serves me differently. You get what I'm saying? But that could have been prevented had I just stuck to my guns and been like, no, we're going to continue today. If that's a problem, you know what I mean? If you have a problem with that, then I don't know. You know, if that's if that's a deal breaker for you, then that's that's just what it is, you know, because I need more time. You know, I could have did that and I should have done that. But I didn't. I felt like, wow, you know, this is God sent, you know, everything's just happening and it's just happening. You know, I never wanted to be engaged for a real long time and, you know, and take a whole long time because I was 34. You know what I mean? When when uh, when that did happen and I just felt like I was getting older and older and like, God, when is it going to happen? I've been wanting, just wanting my person since I was in middle school. So it just felt like, well, what the heck? Let's do it. But, um, yeah, so it's just like, um, now being in this situation where I'm separated is like, okay, why are you here? You know, um, you know, it's, it's really my fault because I didn't have to say yes, but I really wanted to say yes. You know what I mean? And I really didn't feel any, anything harsh, like don't do this. You know what I mean? But I did not ask God. I did not ask God uh, if this is if that was His will for my life. I just took it as man, it's gotta be, you know. Didn't ask, um, but God can cause all things to work together. Well, causes things to work together for my good because I love Him, you know. Um, but anyway, getting to the legal part. Okay, so I went to I told you all that I filed my taxes on. Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday night, I filed my taxes. And then from there, because, you know, I was looking up on fidelity and different things like that to get my, my, um, my, uh, uh, documents and everything. I ended up on, uh, Thursday morning. No, I'm sorry. Wednesday morning going in and you know that's what i wanted to say though when i went to go file my taxes of course the first thing they ask is about your spouse you know they're not thinking about the fact that that y'all could be separated and this is a sore issue for you no they're thinking you're married so you know the two have become one and so the income is one and everything else and when it's not then you know all these different questions come in well okay if you're separated was he there officially on this date or that date when did he leave do you have any you know it's just oh my goodness it's just so much you know going on that you have to answer 
and that you have to, you know, um, do you have to know his social security number, all these different things now. Now, that's something that I had to usually ask him over and over. You're like, what is your social security number again? But even at this point, if I didn't have the documentation that I have that has his social security number on it, then what was I going to do? I was going to be stuck because then I would have had to try to call him who's not talking to me and be like, hey, what's your social security number? And this dude, you know hanging up on me or something like, oh, you trying to get over on me, what you trying to do with my social security, <laughs> you know, so that was crazy because it's like, they don't ease you into the questions about your spouse, it's like, boom, your spouse, your spouse, your spouse, what's their name, what's their, what's their, what's their number, what's this, you know what I mean, it's just like, where did they work, this and that, you know, and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, so <clears throat> that was a that was a, um, a, a, a slap of reality, um, if there ever was one, if there, you know, because, I mean, for me, he's, he's always been just as much my husband with him away as he was when he was here, you know, because, duh, I mean, we got married, like, there's not been a divorce or a dissolving of the marriage, neither one of us is dead, so yeah, I look at him the same way, he is still my husband, though he's not here, right, um, so if I needed a slap of reality, that was a slap of enough of reality to, uh, still have to answer questions about him concerning, you know, uh, everything, and then on top of that, then Thursday, uh, Wednesday morning, I get on to Fidelity and I decide to change my beneficiary, well, not change my beneficiary, add a beneficiary, uh, beneficiary to my 401k, you know, um, y'all, I hate it when that happens when I'm on here, let me put my phone on vibrate, okay, so, <clears throat> I get on Fidelity and I decided to designate my children as, um, my, <clears throat> As my uh, beneficiaries, if I were to die, you know, the money would go to them. And when I'm trying to finalize it, you know, I've done it on, on my life insurance and different things like that, you know. And so I just thought, yeah, I can do it with my 401k, you know, um, and all of that. No, this is where the rude awakening came in for me. And it was rude. It was very rude. Um, there was a note um, before you submitted that saying that you cannot, that, uh, your spouse, because you're legally married, your spouse, um, is the person who automatically, legally is the beneficiary. The only way that the beneficiary could change to anyone else would be, uh, your spouse would have to go to a notary, write out a note, write out a letter uh, uh, saying that they uh, give up their right as your beneficiary and, and give permission that someone else can be the beneficiary aside from them. That was a rude, rude slap in the face for me because I'm like, are you kidding? Like, really? So he's not here at all. He's not here at all. My kids don't really have family, you know what I mean, 
um, not even close to them, really, you know, um, <clears throat> they don't have my mother because she passed in 2010, my dad, you know what I mean, um, he can't really go there, you know, he's not in any uh, position to take care of three kids, you know, um, and then my extended family, aside from that, you know, I, I don't, I don't see that happening either, you know, um, so, you know, it's just, you know, I don't believe my brother's in in a position to where he would, you know, be able to care. I believe he could if he wanted to. I don't think that that would be the best place for my kids. And then my sister has a child of her own and, you know, doing her thing. So it's just like if anything happened to my kids, which they are at an older age now, but I still do have a uh, my youngest, which is only 12, you know, and just turned 12, uh, in June. So it's like, if anything happened to me, I would want my kids to have the money because, you know, my kids are young adults, you know, the older two, you know, um, well, my son's not an adult yet, but he will be, uh, 18, uh, this summer. And then my daughter, uh, she'll be 21 this summer. So I'll have a 13 year old, uh, uh, 18 year old and a 21 year old this summer, but they're young. And so they're just now getting out on their own. And so if anything happened to me, I would want my kids to have the money. Um, so to know, I can't even contact him to see if, okay, so you don't want to be here. Do you want to divorce me? You know, since I can't even talk to him for something like that, I know I can't talk to him and be like, hey, you know, so if I were to die, you know, I would want my kids to get my money, but it's you who would get it. Like, I can't call him and say something like that. That's not going down, you know, so it was like a huge slap in the face. Like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, he still has the say in my home, you know, and it's like. It's like, yeah, common sense. Yeah, biblically, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. But, you know, and, and it's just like, uh, it, it, it kind of makes me feel like, well, why is, why do people even separate? Because it doesn't matter if he's here and I'm, if I'm here and he's there, you know what I mean? Legally, he still has all the rights to everything of mine. You get what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> something happened when he left and, you know, and there was nothing I could do about it because they saw my property as his property. And so I can't do anything about it because even though it's my vehicle, you know, that was damaged, I can't do anything against him because he's my husband. And so they're, they're like, no, like what's, it's, it's, it's looked at as his property as well. And that sucked, you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like, Oh, okay. So, you know, so it's just, it's, it's just so crazy to me. Like, I don't understand, um, people who look at my situation or look at anybody's situation when they're separated and be like, well, that's not your husband no more. He not around or that's not, he, why you acting like he's still running stuff in your house? Because really, legally, he can. Legally, he can. Legally, he can just pop back up over here and go to living again. Why? 
because <laughs> he's on the lease. <laughs> now, there's things that I could do um, to prevent that from going down. I could remove him from the lease. I could do this. I could do that. You know, and I and I started to in the beginning, but it was just so much to go through, and it was just like, why, why? Like, if he ever did want to come back, I wouldn't feel like, you know, trying to reverse all this stuff. And, y'all, it's just a lot, you know? And I don't understand why people look at it as though it's not. You know what I mean? It's, it's not just a boyfriend that that I decided to live with, and now he's moved out, and now I can just move on with my life. It's like, y'all, I just... To me, it's just like so elementary. It's not hard to understand. But other people, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it, it really sucked when I saw that I couldn't put my kids in my, as my beneficiary. Now, I don't plan on going anywhere, but who does? Who plans on dying? You know what I mean? As far as like, I mean, you can make plans just in case you do, but usually that's like a just in case. Nobody's sitting there expecting to unless they have some type of illness to where they know they could go at some point. Other than that, most of the time we go on with our life as though it's guaranteed. Most times, let's just be honest. We tell people we'll see them tomorrow. All it <laughs> you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow, you know? Um, but you know, we, it's like, we know, like, we make plans for weeks ahead, all right, well, in three weeks, you know, I'll be back, you know what I mean, we just, you know, we kind of talk like our lives are automatic, but, you know, anything could happen at any time to change these things, and in that event, what is going to happen, you know, so it, it really bothered me to think about that, like, who would be here to take care of my kids and help with my kids if something happened because they basically have me and then here we are in um missouri and we don't have any family here you know what i mean so it's just like then they would have to be trying to figure out who they could go to and if they did have to go somewhere they would have to travel to them how would they get there and you know what i'm saying it's just it's just something you know needs to happen but i'm not rushing god because i keep having I keep feeling inklings and things from God is just saying, hold on, hold on, you know, and so that's all I can do, you know what I mean, I want God's will to be done in my life, you know, because uh, something that people don't seem to take serious is what the word says, people just look at, the, at, at, at Jesus as though since he came down and he died for our sins that these other things that we were trying to stick to don't apply anymore, no. He came to die for our sins because he knew that we could not, we could not carry out every single law that was in there. But does it mean to do away with the law because it's been fulfilled through Christ? No, we still can't go around murdering people. That's still against the against. You know what I mean? What we're supposed to do as Christians and or believers? You know. So it's just like that's the reason why love covers a multitude of sins like if we love if we love then we won't find her, ourselves in the situations that 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 we get in we wouldn't find ourselves in these situations so much anymore you know um because if you love let's let's just think about what what that's saying if you love your neighbor you're not going to steal from them 
If you love your neighbor, you're not going to murder them. If you love your neighbor, you're not going to harden your heart because it takes a heart of flesh to love someone else. So then you won't end up in 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 divorce because your heart won't be hardened. You get what I'm saying? And you'll be a forgiver. You get what I'm saying? If you love someone, you forgive them, right? That's why God, you know, um, sent his son Jesus because he loves us and he wants to be able to forgive us when we do things wrong. You get what I'm saying? Because sin is what separates us from God. So we had to have um, the sacrificial lamb come in and the blood, you know, needed to be there to purify us so we can stay in relationship with God, right? So it's like if if our if we love then we're not going to keep a record of wrongs. You know what I'm saying? If we love, we're going to forgive. If we love, we're going to love unconditionally that knowing that even though this person is imperfect, you know, um I love them and I want I want the best. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like people just look at Jesus dying on the cross is though okay that just mean I mean to me it just it just makes it it's just a way to let us know how much more we need God is to let us know that we are imperfect and and incapable of doing this all by ourselves you know and that we need help you know to me that's what it serves as it doesn't serve as a right to sin and just know that God is going to forgive us you know um, that all I got to do is I can just sin and, 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 and just, I know he going to forgive me because, you know, he got, and he gone, and he, he said, just ask for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? They don't mess. Um, using God's blood as, using Jesus' blood as a, as a, as a license to sin. You know what I mean? We've all done it at some point, you know, went ahead and did something knowing that we can just ask for forgiveness, which is really um ridiculous um to do that but yeah so <clears throat> it is really been like like if we if we really sorry y'all my mind i kind of um got off track i was looking at this paperwork um at these documents i'm sorry but um yeah so it's just like if we really love we wouldn't end up in you know separate separation to me is yeah it's a chance to get things right and everything else you know what I mean but to me what is like to me separation is is, is just that it should be a time just to get your life get some things together for you but it's never meant to go into divorce um, it does say, you know, that a, that, a, that a wife should not separate from her husband, but in the event that she does, she should um, remain single or be reconciled back to her husband. That's what the word of God says. I don't know if people, people don't believe that anymore. And they just believe like, and, and I believe that if a husband is being abusive to you and you feel like he's going to kill you, then yeah, get away from him. You know what I mean? Um, and pray for him in that meantime. You know what I mean? You don't have to sit around and be hit upside your head and everything, but know that it doesn't say, now go divorce him because he's hitting you upside your head. It means you need to get away from him and you need to go pray somewhere. 
you know, because God can deliver, but know that, you know, people look at it as though it's going to turn around overnight, especially if this, if this person has so many spirits, you know what I mean, in them, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute for them to even admit there's even anything wrong. You get what I'm saying? So, um, I'm just, I'm just trying to do God's will. I know it's not popular. I know there's some people who's going to look at it as though, and have looked at it at me as though I'm crazy because I'm trying to make sure that I've listened to God and make sure that I don't make um, ridiculous, uh, uh, you know, uh, decisions based on my feelings. Because my feelings say, this dude don't want you. Get on somewhere. Go ahead and go divorce him yourself. That's what my feelings tell me to do. But in my spirit, I feel God saying, give it to me. Give it to me. Get yourself together. Give it to me and get yourself together. I don't hear God saying, go, go divorce him. Go do this. Hurry up. You got all these legal processes hanging over your head. You know, what if this happens? What? God's not a bit worried about my situation. And what I mean by that is he's not worried. He's God. He knows all. He's not worried about what ifs because he knows what's going to happen. I'm the one who is in the dark on what exactly the process is going to be and how this is going to go. All I can go by is what God says to me and have faith that, that he knows what he's talking about, you know? So, whew, you guys, it's just, oy, 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 oy. yeah, it's, it's just, it's, huh, when I tell you, <sighs> mm -mm. It's, it's something, this whole thing. And it's just like I did, you know, write out this thing, well, uh, recorded myself, you know, because I was driving, so I couldn't write, couldn't type. Typed out this thing like, why are you here? Meaning, meaning separation. Why are you here? You know, um, and it's like everything still applies, regardless of what home you're in. So why are you here? You know, for me, it's not a choice. For me, I'm here because this is where he wants to be. Um, and um, I'm not saying that I did not, <clears throat> my mouth didn't pop off at him at certain times. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying, you know, that I didn't get on his nerves sometimes. I'm not saying that because that would be me lying. That would be me um saying that I'm perfect and nobody is perfect. I definitely know that I'm not. I just don't, I just know that, that nothing has happened or taken place on, on my end that would cause such a huge uh, reaction. Like, okay, I'm out. You know what I mean? Because of what we said, because of what we said, because I'm not dead. He's not dead. So anything <clears throat> under death, we, we should be able to work out. You know what I mean? Um, it's not about our feelings. We made vows. We made commitments, you know, in front of God and man on what we were going to do. So that means when a hard time comes up, you work that out. 
you work that out. That's what that means. And I think people look at it as though, well, these things apply as long as you uh, do right by me. The moment you don't do right by me, all of this is voided out. And that's not how true uh, commitment, um, that's not how true commitment goes. You're not truly committed if you if you have deal breakers. Let's just be honest. That's not a true commitment, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's it is it is uh, definitely <laughs> um, something, you know, being uh, going through this journey. Um, and like I said, if 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 I'd have known it was gonna do all of this, I wouldn't have done it. Um, and that's just me being honest, just because I never wanted divorce on my records. And I've always looked at everything as though it is it's willing to be, you know, you know, worked through and you know, I give chances. I believe in giving a person time to, you know, get things right uh, and get themselves together. I believe in that. You know, um, with boyfriends, I've given them chances and chance like, okay, so my husband doesn't deserve chances because of you know, like, no, man. But anyway, you guys, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I hope, uh, well, I apologize. My mother would not have me to say I'm sorry. But I apologize if I'm all over the place and you're not able to get anything out of anything I'm saying. This is kind of like a a, a, a a vocal diary. You know, I'm just kind of just in here talking um, and letting you all see that, you know, you're not alone if you're going through something like this. You're definitely not alone. And um, you're going to have days, you know, where every, like, you're on the up and up. Everything is up. You feel good. You're not worried about anything. It's all good. And that's how I had been for the last, you know, couple weeks. And then, you know, get on, you know, to do my taxes and my 401k and get just smacked. And, you know, I've been kind of uh, frustrated um, <clears throat> over the last day or so um, since that's happened. You know, um, the last two days, I've been just really irritable, you know, and just didn't even realize it. But what this, what this, what this separation, what I can say this separation is doing for me is it is teaching me. It's teaching me because there's a lot of times that we, uh, it's, it's teaching me to be aware of myself. Let me explain what I mean. Like, um, there's a lot of times you're going through life and you're not realizing that, okay, you're cranky today, or you can realize that you're cranky today, but you're not really breaking it down. This, this thing, this, this separation has caused me, you know, irritated. And it just seemed like out of the blue, like, why am I irritated? It's like, it's like I'll stop and I'll think about it. Okay, Naila, why are you irritated? Are you mad at the person that you're that you're snapping at? Are you are what are you mad about? You know, and it's and it's put some things into perspective to me for me because I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at this person. Why am I mistreating them? 
through talking like if they're like if it's a customer service representative or some they didn't do anything to me I'm not mad at them they're just doing their job my my situation like if I'm having an outage that's the problem it's not them so therefore I'm going to talk to them and speak to them with love I'm going to speak to them kindly you get what I'm saying so it's, it's just helped me reevaluate, which I've always gone through life and kind of tried to, you know what I mean, <clears throat> be aware of myself. But this has made me that much more aware of myself. Like, okay, Nyla, you're fussing at the, at the lady here, you know what I mean, at the rental, you know, place for your house, you know what I mean? But she didn't do nothing wrong to you. The owners didn't do anything wrong to you. You know, yeah, the weather came along and it put you in an, in an uncomfortable situation. But are you really mad at that? Or are you mad at your husband? You mad at your husband because he's not here. You feel like he's living, you know, comfortably at his mother's house. You feel like he's, you know what I mean, he's living comfortably. And because you're not seeing what he's going through, you're not hearing his, his struggles and things like that. You're just looking at it like, oh, he's just, so that's what you're mad about, that he actually it all comes right back down to, okay, you're mad because you feel abandoned. You're mad because you feel taken advantage of. You're abandoned because you feel, I mean, you, you, you're upset because you feel dropped. You feel left. You feel betrayed. You know what I mean? You feel lied to. Let's get down to the, to the nitty gritty of it all, Naila. It's not, it's, 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 it's you got to dig deep. And that's what this whole situation you know, has done is it's caused me to dig deep. Naila, why are you here? What happened? Okay, when you go back and you go back and you go back and you go back, it's still your fault that you're here because you didn't have to say yes and do this. You didn't seek God and ask God, is this your perfect will for me? Is this even in your will at all? You know, so it still comes down to you. So, you know, I'm loving this journey for that, if not for anything else, just for that, for going in and digging in deep. Naila, what is going on? Okay, are are you mad at your husband right now? Or are you mad at just being abandoned, period? Are you just mad because your, your issues with abandonment started when you were eight? You get what I'm saying? Are you still upset with your father? You get what I'm saying? Like, it causes, this situation has caused me to dig deep and say, Naila, what is the real issue here? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Your, 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 your water is off. Are you mad at that? Or seriously? Like, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but are you mad at that? Or are you, what are you, let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper. Okay. All right. So, okay. So it's the, okay. The water, the, okay. You can't do anything about that. Okay. The weather outside, you can't do anything about that. Okay. And it just feels like, you know, you like, I guess the thing is, is that I, I feel like I, I, I don't have control over anything in my life, you know? And so the only thing that I can do to feel good about the whole thing is to relinquish my control and give it over to God. And then, you know, I can feel a sense of relief, which is what I, I've been doing here lately, which is the reason why for two weeks, I've just been like on a high, like, oh, God got it. Anything that happens, God's got it. I don't got to worry about that. God's got it. You know what I mean? And when I do that, oh my goodness, it just so things, they're good when I do that. 
they're good when I do that, you know. So, anyhow, I am just, um, in the end, though, in the end, I'm grateful because God still has me. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on. I don't know if any of you are listening from Texas, but my heart goes out to you because I know that y'all are going through, I'm, you know, going through some things myself, you know, due to these, these wintry, you know, weather, but you know, I still have space heaters. I still have electricity. You know, my electricity went out for a bit on Tuesday, but it came right back on. My water did go off another point, um, but it came back on, but now it's off again. You know what I mean? And all I can do is look at the fact of, God, you're still good. You're still good through all of this. You're still good. You're still good, God. You're still good, God. I could have it worse, but you're still good. There's there's people in other countries who have it much worse than me. How dare I come before you and just, ugh, this is devastating. Like, you know what I mean? Stop. You know, I know people in America, we just some doggone big babies, spoiled babies, spoiled brat babies. You know what I mean? Anything that happened, oh, I just can't take this. This is just too much. It's bad enough in 2020. We were going through this and now this. And my God, I, I, ooh, I would be so irritated with us if I was God. I'd be like, these old ungrateful. Do you see all the rest of the stuff that's going good in your life? These old ungrateful. You know what I mean? I would I wouldn't even want to hear your voice no more if I was God. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to hear our voices sometimes if I was him. I'd be like, oh, here they come, they whining again. Just like the people in Israel. I mean, you know what I mean? Um uh Egypt when they were trying to be delivered from 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 Egypt and all this and coming out of slavery and all of this and okay you got somebody leading you out but every time something bad happened you start blaming it oh and this ain't happening we should have just stayed with the slave owners we was better off as slaves we was hell you know y'all i'd have been so irritated if i was leading them up out of there i'd be like well fine get on somewhere lead yourself i'm out I got time to be sitting over here listening to you little crybaby whining. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. <sighs> but aren't you so glad God doesn't do that to us? Aren't you so glad that God hears us even when he's not saying something? Even when he don't say anything back? He still hears you. Sometimes he is waiting for us to figure something out, or some. Sometimes he's already given us a word that we didn't even we didn't even go through with that word and do what we supposed to do. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's the case. We didn't do what we were supposed to do with the first thing. Why am I give you? Why am I give you another uh another something to do when you ain't even did the first thing? You know? So it's like we have to stop and make sure that we have a relationship with God. And we have to make sure we're listening to him, that we're not just hearing him and not doing it, but that we're listening to him and what his will is for our lives and that we're trying to get to that point. But anyway, you guys, I'm going to go now because um, I'm kind of all over the place and I don't really want to do that. (laughs) 
and I'm going to finish up my work. Um, I'm kind of like frazzled right now. It's so much, so much going on. So anyway, um, you guys, I pray that you all are safe and you're warm and you're seeking God for yourselves. You're getting in the word for yourself and you're reading the word for yourself and finding out what his will is for your lives and that you're not making decisions based off of feelings. Something I used to say all the time to my sister and I know she hated it. Get out your feelings. Okay, get out your feelings. Because your feelings will lead you astray. Your feelings will lead you wrong. Okay, so get out your feelings. Do God's will. Get out your feelings and do God's will. Jesus Christ had to do it himself. He had to get out of his feelings and he had to do the will of God. He had to say, I don't want to do this, but God, not my will, but your will be done. And that is what we need to say because the people who are going to make it into heaven, if you go and you look in Matthew, the people who are going to make it in are not the ones that's doing all these miracles in his name and don't have love and things like that. He's looking for those who are going to do his will. Did God tell you to go through with that divorce? Did God tell you to let go of this and that? What did God tell you to do? Did you do his will? Oh, you didn't? Come on now, y'all. So anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful, blessed day. Remember to seek God and get out your feelings. Until next time, peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.